Hello, my awesome mom pod listeners. It's Paige with some exciting news. The Moms Organization Motivation Podcast has had the most amazing three-year run. And thanks to you, it's listened to in more than 85 countries. It's won Best Family Podcast and Best Home and Lifestyle Podcast awards and consistently ranks in the top of the charts globally. I could not have done that without you. It'll continue to be downloadable for all your organization motivation needs. And now there'll be a brand new podcast to listen to. If like me, you love being a mom and also desire more. Head over to the Time to Pivot podcast right now and hit subscribe. Each week, my guest and I will be sharing all the ways we've learned to pivot in our life and business as we share our God-given gifts and serve others and still make it to the carpool line on time. I can't wait for this fun new podcast to begin April 17th, 2023. So mark your calendars and join me on the Time to Pivot podcast. I'm Paige Killian, and I'm passionate about helping busy moms of littles organize and style their life in three simple steps. Living this mom life is incredible and sometimes completely overwhelming. Is stressing about overstuffed drawers, never-ending mail piles, a mountain of Legos, and our kids' artwork really what God intended? <laughs> no way! Getting organized has been a game changer for me and also my clients, but it has to be simple or it just won't get done. So let's simplify the process and clear the clutter to see the blessings God has for us. I know your time is valuable. So thanks for joining me each week for a healthy dose of organization and a whole lot of motivation. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. I could barely sleep last night because I was so excited about hopping on today and talking to a guest who is going to share with us what her situation has been like when moving her family from city to city, state to state, and she is going to be sharing some of those details with us today to help you guys if you are going to be going through a move with your family. And the coolest part about this particular guest is I have known her and been best friends with her since the seventh grade. And we're not going to talk about how long that's been, but that was quite a long time ago. So please help me welcome my very sweet friend, Tiffany Sharp. Hi, Tiffany. Hello. I'm so excited that you're here to talk to us about this today because while I have made some moves with my family, I did most of my moving before my kids were born. And so last week's episode, I talked about how we could take the three simple steps from the three E's philosophy and apply them and have like your essential purge ahead of time, label those boxes well as your enhancement. And then the extra was just sort of visualizing that process of how things were going to play out when you actually get to the move. But in that episode, I didn't really address how important it is to be thinking ahead of time about getting your kids really settled in. I didn't talk about 
how to choose a school, a church, get involved with extracurricular activities. What happens when your kids start missing their friends terribly? And maybe there is a little bit of difficulty in transitioning to a new school. And I thought you are the perfect person to share this part of a move with us because how many times have you and your hubs and your family moved in the last several years? So it's been five moves in eight years. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. It's been kind of a whirlwind. We are back in Memphis where we started. Yay. Yay. We are back with family. So that's exciting. But we moved from Memphis originally to Cincinnati, then to Nashville, St. Louis, Chattanooga, back to Memphis. So. It's been crazy. And all of those moves have been with how many kids and how many dogs? So the first few moves were with just one, one dog and one child. And then the last few have been with both of my kids and one dog. So they have been very different. Every move I feel like is super different. But the main thing to prepare and get ready for the move is to start Googling before you leave. It start searching and researching the areas. Facebook is great because you can go on and find the areas you're thinking about moving and just start asking questions like, you know, hey, I'm about to move there. I have two kids. What are the schools like? And just start asking questions to not only Facebook people, but that you don't know, but also if you have friends or family that happen to live nearby or in the same area just making a point to ask a lot of questions and you know, you could just do your own research is finding out the best schools, but I would start with mops groups when I had young kids, I would go online and search up mothers of preschoolers. It's a church based program for moms. And I would just start researching where is a mops group in the area that I'm going to live in. And that was the best place for me to make friends that had kids my age and to just start those relationships and friendships. And I think the biggest thing in doing it so many times is that don't be discouraged if you go into a mops group or say a book club, an exercise group, whatever your interests are, find a group like that. And don't be discouraged if you get into a group that you just don't feel like you fit in. Cause that happened to me. There was one city that I went to three different moths groups before I found people that I felt like I clicked with and that I got along with well, and that had the same ideas about parenting as I did. So I think that's the biggest thing is to start planning and preparing ahead of time when it comes to making friendships and that's not just for yourself and your own sanity, but for your kids as well. you just mentioned one of the questions you had was what did I do for my kids to help them with the move in general to transition. And the biggest thing for us was to start praying and start asking God, okay, please give us the teachers that you would have for us plan and prepare their hearts for us. Also, when it came to friendships, I would just sit down every night before I knew we were moving somewhere and we would pray specifically for friends for my kids. And it's really cool to look back on all those moves and see how God placed people in their lives and in our lives every step of the way. And 
And we have friendships now for a lifetime that we, you know, don't live with anymore. We can keep up through Facebook or Christmas cards or whatever. But so that was the main thing for us is just to start planning, researching and praying with our kids and making them feel excited and not complain about the next move because, you know, you want to see the glass half full, not half empty. And so we just really focused on the positives. I love this so much. I have chills. I actually got a really big lump in my throat, Tiff, whenever you started talking about praying specifically for your children's friends and even your friends. And if there is any testament to God's grace and really bringing you the right people at the right time in your life, I would say our friendship has weathered how many moves? We haven't been living together in the same city since we were kids. And every time you and I talk, it's like, picking up right where we left off. And I would imagine that a lot of these friendships that you've made, like you said, in so many other cities and other states, these are friendships that you get to have for life. I do think ahead to like when your kiddos get married and they have people in their bridal party. And I wonder if they're going to be some of these friends that you guys have stayed together all these years because you and I, when we got married, we were each other's bridesmaids. We were in each other's lives and we hadn't lived together in the same city for so many years. And you guys, I have to tell you that (laughs) when you have a friend who you can pick right up where you left off, you really make sure that you nurture that friendship and don't lose it. Tiffany means the world to me. I don't want to get all choked up right now. I already am. I just feel like she has been my support no matter where in the world I've gone. She is my prayer warrior. If something is going on, even if great stuff is happening, she is always one of my first calls. You know, got to call mom first, but Tiffany is my bestie. I, I always call her and I'm like, what do you think about this? What is your gut feeling about this? This is how I'm feeling. There have been times where I've sort of had an idea for something. And then I talked to Tiffany about it and she's like, well, have you prayed about it? And I might In the back of my mind, I might think like, well, sure, I've prayed about it. I pray all the time. But the way that Tiffany and I pray for each other, it's a very stop what you're doing in that moment and be intentional about it. And also we've like, I'll call her up and be like, okay, I am massively struggling with this and I need scripture. I need something concrete. I'm such a like concrete person. I need the steps. You know what I mean? And I feel like Tiffany, I just feel like that's something that you've done for me all these years. And it sounds like this is exactly what you're doing for your kids. You are being very intentional. And I love the idea, not only of just praying for them and having that faith and really making sure you're there for them, but also the concrete too, which is where you are going to Google, going to Facebook groups, researching and reaching out to people and asking for help. And actually, I would love to know what you think on this subject, because it's come up a couple times in other episodes when I have moms on and talk about asking for help. Sometimes it can be a struggle for moms who feel like, well, I should be able to do all the things on my own. I guess, you know, if I should be able to do them, I guess I don't really need to ask for help. But I would love to know what you think about that, about asking for help. First off, right back at you of being my neighbor's <laughs> friends because we can't just let that go by. Um, I love you. <laughs> yes, you're always there for me and always have been, and I love you for it. 
as far as asking for help, this was hard for me. It was hard for me before I even moved away just because I to struggle with that. There's people that easily say, hey, watch my kids, and I was not one of those. Matt and I, my husband, didn't have a date. There was many years that went by that we really didn't go on dates because I just am not the kind that get babysitters really easily. I just prefer not to. So for me, it was hard to ask for help. But saying that, being gone for so long, I had to do so much on my own. There was years where he traveled several days a week and it was, you know, all on me. So now that I've moved back, I have asked for help. And I think with the moving, going back to that, mm-hmm. a huge part of that was if you have help that first week of a new move, you let them watch your kids so that you can unpack. Oh, I love that. It is so important to get it done quickly so that you're not staring at boxes. And for me, if I had my in-laws there to help me, I mean, I was going 90 to nothing. I was on a roll because I knew in a few days they were leaving and it was going to be me with two kids. So I think that is huge. It's yes, ask for help and don't feel guilty about it because a lot of times people want to help you, even if it's your neighbor, just for a couple hours so that you can get things done. You can run a couple errands and just unpack quickly. And Now that my kids are older, I'll tell you that ask them for help. I mean, they can do their own rooms. So I would put their boxes. Tiffany, that is brilliant. I mean, don't just let them watch TV. You you say, hey, this is your room. Guess what? You get to help. And and you know what? They loved helping because it was exciting. There was things we would unpack that they hadn't seen in two years because it got put at the back of the closet. So um, I would say ask for help. Don't feel guilty about it. And let your kids be a part of it. Now that they're older, my kids, when we've moved, the movers actually packed for us, which was really awesome, but they would write girl room, boy room. And so all those boxes would go in their room. So we just, I said, Hey, I'm going to be working on the kitchen. You can start working on your room. If you don't know where it goes, just lay it on the bed and we'll do that together. And now my daughter, she still loves to organize because she's done it for for years now where she's had to start over and over. And I think also decorating or painting a room, just something simple. As soon as you get there, don't wait to do those things. Hang a couple pictures on the wall, paint the walls, do something to make it feel like theirs. I love it so much. There are like 80,000 things that I'm hearing about this that I'm loving so much. And you know, it makes me so happy that your sweetheart is an organizer. Oh, she's got my heart. So here's something that I also feel like I picked up from that, which is that even if you are not going through a move right now and you're listening to this episode, really do consider that you can at any point have a fresh start. You can start over at any point. And I love that, Tiffany, that you say, get in there ASAP and put some paint up on the walls, hang some pictures up on the walls. I think that this is so important too in having, whether it's your kids or the adults in their space, making sure that everybody feels like whatever their style is, that is being shown in the space where they're sleeping at night, in the rooms where they're living. Because I think, I would love to know what you think about this, but I think that that allows you to transition into other 
spaces and places in the world in your life better because you've got that home base that feels like you. It feels like the comfort of home. And it almost, I would think, gives your kiddos more confidence. So if you're not moving, but you guys are getting ready to start a new school year, this episode is actually going to be airing in August. I want to say it's August 3rd. So by the way, that means happy birthday. I'm going to wish you happy birthday early, Tiff, because when this comes out, it's going to almost be your birthday. And I actually get to be in the same city with you to celebrate this year. I'm so excited. So, uh, but yeah, I, I guess I would just love to know what you think about what it does for your kids, confidence, and even for you and your husband, when you do have that fresh start and you go to the next space, how do you think that helps you transition into school, into new situations, into a new work environment? If you're doing that, what do you think about that? I think it just sets the tone. Like it's like anything else. Like when you make it fun and and exciting and you, you know, research your area and say, Oh, look, there's a park down the street. Here's the library. Like to start taking them to places and make it kind of like an adventure I always tell people when we started this eight years ago, well, no, actually it's been 10 years ago. When we moved the first time, I was scared to death. I was super upset to leave my family. And now looking back, it was some of the best years of our lives. We grew closer as a couple and we grew a lot closer as a family. And it was like a big adventure. Like every few years, we're moving to a new place where we can travel to nearby places we've never seen. And so I think just setting them up for success, like anything else, and making it fun and exciting is key. But I will tell you, you know, just being completely honest, there were many times when we had lots of tears. I mean, they're missing their friends. I'm missing my friends. We would get settled in and two years later, we are moving again. And so it help them become very resilient children and they now can deal with people moving and leaving. Um, my daughter, one of her closest friends is moving in a few weeks and she's sad about it, but she knows, Hey, I'm going to make more friends next year. I always do. And so I think you, you do need to be expecting those tears, especially in the first few months, but just praying with them, loving them, like I said, just trying to focus on the positive and allowing them to communicate with their friends in other cities. We do FaceTime. We do, we did pen pal for a while where we'd write back letters back and forth. We'd give um, friends our new address. And that was a lot of fun for my kids. And when we go back and visit those places, we try to make a point to stop and see them. So I think that's the main thing. It's setting the tone and focusing on the positives so that they do get excited about the new city that you're in and they're excited about meeting new friends. And when you pray about it, you can look back later and see that God answers those prayers. Oh, that's so wonderful. I love that so much. And I really love the attitude of the adventure. I really love that you make it fun for them instead of where maybe that first year you were a little bit more nervous. And let's be honest, when you have one kid, everything is is new to parenting and you are a little more nervous. And by the time you have the second, especially throw in a family pet and Tiffany, I just watched you blossom over all of these years, all of the conversations that we had. And I really was just in awe of your strength and how your faith did grow and how every time you and I were talking about a new thing that you were going to be doing or tackle, 
your husband, Matt, was right there with you. You guys were doing that together. So I, I very much believe that that strengthened your relationship. And I think that's so cool because I think that that can too break a relationship, yeah. just like a friendship. I think that you've probably found which friends you feel like you can rely on, which friends you feel like, oh, that was a fun friendship while it lasted. And then when we moved, it just wasn't one that's going to be like a lifelong forever friend and you still wish them well and love them and enjoy the times that you had. But but you still kind of go back to those, those foundational friends that are always there for you. And I love that you have allowed your kids to learn about that and, and really hang on to those friends that were super meaningful in their life and appreciate the ones that were quick Mm -hmm. acquaintances, you know, and, um, also with the, the tears and just allowing them to be sad. And you can relate to that because you remember what that's like to, to leave your home or leave your besties behind. And, and that is, that just gets you in the heart. So I love that reminder to allow them to have their feelings. I do want to pivot in this way, when I think about all the adventures you've had, you have been the most incredible photographer and have developed that skill and talent. You are one of the most talented photographers I have ever seen. And actually, if you guys go to everythingwithstyle.com, if you go to the podcast, you're going to see photos that my friend Tiffany has taken of me and she has helped me with business photos, but her sweet spot, and she has had a lot of practice with her gorgeous babies. She really loves taking photos of her family. And I think probably traveling to all these different places, you've had opportunities to get some new backdrops and different things for these photos. And I, I love what you can see when you look through the lens of a camera. I don't see these things. That is a talent, a gift from God. And I'm so excited that you have decided to pursue this as a business and how cool that it's been so mobile right? Can you speak a little bit to how you got started in photography, how that's worked for you having a business as a busy mom going from city to city? And then I would love to know what you're up to now with that as well. So I started when Presley and I were in Cincinnati. It was just the two of us. So my daughter was only like a year and a half to two. And so Matt worked a lot and we, you know, it was just the two of us and she's pretty cute. So she's like the cutest ever. Oh my gosh. Both of her kids. I didn't think you could even have a cuter one, but the (laughs) two of those kids are baby models. I'm telling Mm -hmm. you. And they're getting so big. Even Tiffany and I were laughing that her young, sweet daughter is taller than her. Now, Tiffany and I both are in the short club. We, our girls are both going to always be taller than us. Yes. She's several (laughs) inches and she's only 11. So, but yeah, I just started taking pictures of her for fun. It was more of just something to do. And I got a nice camera and I wanted to figure out how to use it. So I started, you know, going online and watching YouTube videos. I became a part of a photo board and just learned by myself pretty much just practice I mean that's the best way to learn anything right so just practice 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 with her and then obviously when my son came along I started with him so I did it on the side starting in Cincinnati it was very much just on the side because again I didn't have help so if I was going to go take pictures of a family either my husband had to be off or we had to have family in town so it was, it's always been something that's been more of a side business for me because of our schedules, but I, right now I'm loving it. It's been one of those 
careers, I guess you could say. It's not really a career for me, but it's a job that I've had to start over and over and over because we've moved so many times. So as soon as I built up somewhat of a client base, I was moving again. So that's been somewhat discouraging, but at the same time, now that I'm back in my home city, I obviously have more contacts and more people. So it's something that I can just kind of pick up when I want to. And if I don't want to do it for a couple of months, I don't have to. So it's pretty amazing to have that flexibility. Yes, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And that is interesting that you, that you made that point about that being frustrating where you're kind of having to start. It's just another situation where you're having to start over. Uh, and I love that you're back in the home city because when I'm in California, my amazing photographer, Nick Willett, he takes my photos. So thank you, Nick, for that. And then when I go back to Tennessee, it is absolutely my joy to have Tiffany not only take my business photos, but you guys, she has captured some of the most beautiful pictures of my kids. And that was never something, I have so many friends who have these incredible photos up on their wall and they're posting gorgeous professional photos of their kids. And I always wanted that. I thought, oh man, I don't, I don't really have those. And last summer, Tiffany captured some of the most beautiful pictures. You know, you all think your kids are the cutest things ever, but then you have Tiffany take a picture of them and you're like, wow, you are cute. You are real cute. <laughs> yes, they are very cute. Oh my goodness. So I do look forward to that. It's like every time I come back to Tennessee, especially with the kids growing so much and changing so much, we went through braces with my Isabel last year, just for her first front four teeth. And so Tiffany captured some great photos pre-braces. And so now I'm like itching to get her back to take some photos of my babies for some of the, the new beautiful smiles that they have. So I just love that so much. And Tiffany, can you tell us where, if they are in the anywhere in the Memphis, Tennessee area. So like my family's in Bartlett, but then you guys are in which city? Carterville? We're in Carterville. Carterville. Mm-hmm. So then there's other, you know, Germantown and all those different places around. Where can they find you on Facebook, Instagram, wherever at your website? Facebook would be just Tiffany Sharp Photography. And then Instagram is the same, just Tiffany Sharp Photography. I don't have a website yet, um, partly because I've moved so much. It was just easier for me to stick with Facebook and Instagram. And I felt like I was getting more clients word of mouth that way. Um, So I haven't put the energy or money into a website yet. It's something that I plan to do, but just haven't gotten there yet because Again, it's more of a side business right now, Mm -hmm. Um, but in the future when I have more time to put into it. Wait, time. What's that word? Time? (laughs) I'm not familiar. I'm just kidding. Exactly. I love that. Oh my goodness. Well, yes. And you guys can see if ever I post her photos, I'm always putting at Tiffany Sharp photography and that's sharp without an E. You've got to check her out. You guys, she's so good. She's so, so good. Um, And, you know, I totally envision you in the future just being anywhere in the world and people just saying, I'm going to fly you out so you can come and take photos of us because they just really are so beautiful. And you also, I love when you take family photos that you are a mom. So you know sometimes how it can be a struggle or it can be difficult if it's nap time or if a kid is hungry or if, you know, it's the right time of day to be taking it because where the sun is going to hit them if you're doing outdoor photos. And I just, I love that you have all that knowledge because like you said, you practiced, practiced, practiced with your family. Yes. And now phones are, I mean, it's a great way to, I take a lot of pictures with my phone because I have a really great camera on the phone, iPhone Mm -hmm. I have now. And so 
I think honestly, looking back to on all these moves there, you can never take enough pictures. And each year I make photo books for my parents and my in-laws and I've made calendars for family members or even just printing just a really nice print of your kids and framing it is such a great gift. And now we can look back and say, oh, look, this is when my kids look at those photo books all the time. This is when we were in St. Louis. This is when we were in Chattanooga. And so just making those memories, but having, you know, document them, have a place where you can go back and look and see, oh, this is where God brought me in there in these years. And these are the friends that I made here. And it's just, it's just really a neat thing to look back on. I love that. And I, I love too, again, that it doesn't even have to be a huge move that you're going through to take that great advice Tiffany has. You can never have enough pictures. And I think yep. now that it's so convenient and we've got our phones in our back pocket or in our purse, I think that that is really cool. And let's be honest, those kids are getting so good every now. I, I posted a photo not that long ago when Duke and I, when we finished homeschool after all the pandemic, uh, you know, had us out of school for so long. And on the last day of, I'm doing air quotes, on the last day of school, uh, when we finished his last worksheet, we had actually done that, climbed up in my bed. And he said, mom, can I take your picture for the last day of school? And I just thought that was so cute because you know how sometimes we'll have the, the first day of school photo and the last day of school photo and we'll take those pictures together. And my Duke said, can I take your picture, mom? And he he, I didn't even show him how to use the camera and he's five years old and he snapped my picture and I was like, wow, dude, that was good. I'm, <laughs> Way to go, dude. Yeah. And that's another thing is moms need to get in the pictures because we are mm -hmm. always the one taking the pictures and hand over your camera to your husband and get them to take some pictures. Or, you know, when you're out on vacation, ask someone to do a family picture because you're going to cherish that later. That's a great bit of advice. My friend, you're so brilliant. All of these things that you're thinking of, I kind of had an idea of some things I wanted to talk about, but I feel like you've just added so much more. And again, if this is something that you're doing, you're going through a move, these are great bits of advice that you can take with you. But even if you're not, I just feel like you really added some value about how we can sort of live our lives with our family, being intentional, uh, having that faith sort of lead us through to the next stage in our life and really just making our home a place that our kids can land and feel safe when there are things that come up, uh, transitional times or moving through friendships and relationships. And I just love everything that you've said today, Tiff. No, well, thank you. Well, I hope that I'm an encouragement to other moms because I really am passionate about the whole moving. It was so hard for me in the beginning. Now I feel like I could probably write a book about it. And I think you should. So, so many things that I wish I could tell myself going backwards. But I think the, the big key is just to pray with your family, with your kids before you move anywhere and start praying specifically for teachers and friends and know that, that you set the tone. If you're complaining and you're upset, then it's going to feed off to them and they're going to start being upset. So I think it's normal to have those feelings. It's, it's okay to cry in front of your kids. I did it many times, but to focus on the positive and say, we're going to get through this together and it's going to be fun. And it always, always ended up being some of the best years we can look back and and say, oh my gosh, that was so much fun when we lived in St. Louis. Remember how it snowed all the time? Or 
when we were in Chattanooga, we went hiking and saw waterfalls. Like it can be so much fun if you make it that way. I love it. I love it. That's so good. And I love you. Thank you so much for being here with me today, Tiffany, and offering moms a lot of uh, motivation that we need if we're facing these times in our life and also just being really real and telling us like it really, really is and and then can be the possibilities of hope and uh, praying every step of the way to have a good outcome with some answered prayers. So thank you. Thank you so much. And I, I look forward to seeing you in person very soon as we're finally yes, in the same too. city. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Tiff. Thank you guys. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you could share it with friends, please. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and rate and review it so that other busy moms can be hearing all of this great advice that happens here. So thank you again, Tiffany, and I will talk to you very soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Moms Organization Motivation Podcast. For more resources to organize and style your busy life, head over to everythingwithstyle.com and connect with me on Instagram at everythingwithstylemom. If this episode was helpful for you, please share it with your friends, rate and review it on iTunes, that's Apple Podcasts now, and let me know what you'd like to hear about next. Thanks again for listening and happy organizing.